1: Okay, let me open up this thing. My ballot for the June election has arrived in the mail. So this is my ballot. And I'm excited because I feel so special. It's my first time voting as a San Franciscan. This is official paper. Some good trees have died for your voting rights here.
0: I'm sure it's recycled. Come on, San Francisco.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. That voice, y'all, is Scott Schaefer. He's my cube mate at KQED. Our desks are right next to each other. Yeah,
0: there we go. So
1: when you're voting for the first time in San Francisco and you don't know why the ballot is asking you to vote three times for mayor, forget the fine print. Um, these are the instructions. I don't need to read that. <laughs> we'll just ignore it and just bubble it just in. Just <laughs> wing
0: it. Get your crayon.
1: You grab your favorite California politics editor, and you get an explainer on what is ranked choice voting. Three, two, one. Two, one, three. One, two, three. This is ranked choice voting in San Francisco. <laughs> I'm Erica Aguilar. Welcome to the Bay. So what's confusing about it to me is that you've got a first choice, a second choice, and a third choice, and everybody's name—they're all listed here.
0: Yeah, you've never seen that before, because you come from LA, or right? They didn't—they don't have ranked choice voting. That's what it's called.
1: I've always been taught that you get one vote. And that one vote is so precious, so don't waste it.
0: Yeah, and now you get three, so don't waste one or two of those, right? <laughs> some, some people just vote for one, but they can vote, in fact, for three. They're, they're three top choices.
1: So tell me, what is this?
0: So ranked choice voting was, first of all, it was passed by voters in San Francisco in 2002. And uh, we've been using that system since 2004. And it's used to elect supervisors and the mayor and other elected offices. And the idea is that instead of getting just one vote, you can rank your top three choices. So in the case of the mayor's election this year, there's eight candidates running. And so under the first column, you pick your first choice. Okay. Okay, well, who's your second choice? Who's your third choice? On election day, they they count up all the first place votes. And if somebody gets over 50%, bingo, they win. But if no one does, whoever's in last place, that candidate is eliminated, and then all that candidate's second-choice votes go to... Gets redistributed. Gets redistributed. And they keep doing that until somebody gets 50% plus
1: one. Is this just to give people a way to vote multiple times? Like, you'll always win. (laughs) Well, the people that
0: support this. In the old system, if you needed to get 50 percent to win, you'd have a runoff election, usually in December.
1: Right. And what are you
0: doing in December? You're Christmas shopping.
1: Yeah, I'm wrapping them or sending gifts. Yeah, sure.
0: Something like that or Hanukkah shopping. You're not really focused on politics is the point. And so the turnout for those runoff elections has been historically very low, like 20 percent of voters or fewer. And ranked choice voting or instant runoff gives more what Proponents say it gives more of a consensus candidate.
1: Because they're listing, like, all of the people that they might want.
0: Yeah. They say that it encourages coalition building. And we've seen some of that in the mayor's election in San Francisco between Jane Kim and Mark Leno. Um, They say that it also saves money, of course, because there's not a second election, which is expensive.
1: You mentioned um, coalitions with Jane Kim and Mark Leno. And I've seen this video.
0: I'm Jane Kim. And I'm Mark Leno.
1: It's really confusing because Jane Kim comes out and she's like, vote, vote for, for me and Mark, Mark Leno. Leno. And then you see Mark Leno go, vote, vote for, for me and Jane Kim. I'm like, I, I can't. Your head blows up. Yeah. Like, how do you wait? One, I can't. But two, that's your political opponent.
0: Right. But this is exactly what the proponents of ranked choice voting want. They say it builds these kinds of coalitions and it kind of cuts down on the negative campaigning, Mm -hmm. they say, because uh, Jane Kim and Mark Leno, yeah, they're running against each other, but they're not attacking each other. They're doing an ad together. That's because they're the two most progressive candidates. Mm -hmm. They also know, I think, that they're not in first place. Most of the polls show London Breed in first and the only way Leno or Kim can win is to pick up each other's second place votes.
1: So you've untangled this rank choice. I can vote for two. You can have
0: your cake and eat it, too.
1: I love it. Um, But what other candidates have done this, too, like have teamed up the way Jane Kim and Mark Leno have?
0: So the best example of that was in Oakland in 2010. And it was the first time that the city was using ranked choice voting. There was an election for mayor. And the favorite was Don Parada.
1: Don Parada, a well-known politician in Oakland and Sacramento, says he wants to fill a void.
0: He'd been a state senator, he'd been in the state assembly, uh, and he was the front runner.
1: I think, actually, I like
0: uh, a Don Parada. I thought that Parada had more experience. He's been around a long time. So Gene Kwan Mm -hmm. and Rebecca Kaplan, who were on the city council at the time, they teamed up. Their phrase was, anybody but Don. (laughs) So don't vote for him, you know, vote for me or vote for her, but then vote for us, you know, second.
1: Gene Kwan, ultimately, as a candidate, uh, emphasized actually going door-to-door and when she went door-to-door, she and her volunteers, they not only asked for first choice rank, but mm-hmm. second and third. They weren't shy about that. The same went for Rebecca Kaplan.
0: After the first round of counting, yeah. Parada was in first, uh, Jean Quan was in second, and then in the end Quan had 51 percent, Parada had 49, so she squeaked by and became mayor. In a major upset, Oakland voters elected as mayor Chinese-American city councilwoman, Jean Quan.
1: So hold him back up. Um, Parada got the most number one votes, but didn't get elected.
0: That's what he said. Why wasn't I elected? You know, it, and, and quite honestly, he, he, he to this day, I don't think quite understands what happened.
1: I know this sounds weird, but do you think the right candidate won according to the rules?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the votes were tabulated correctly, uh, but that's that was the system. He knew what the system was. He didn't understand it well enough. He just sort of campaigned in the old school style, whereas yeah. Kaplan and Kwan said, hey, we have an opportunity here to team up. Yeah. Let's build a coalition. And it worked. You know, it's just it takes a little while to get used to it, to understand it.
1: Do you think people understand it?
0: I think people have there's a range of levels of understanding. I, I think if you stop somebody on the street and said, could you explain ranked choice voting to me? You know, they would give you sort of a, you know, kind of a vague explanation.
1: If there's anyone who must understand ranked choice voting, it's the guy whose job it is to run our elections.
0: Just so I can level on your voice, say, you know, my name is and your title and where we are. All right, my name is John Arnstrick for Elections in San Francisco. We're in City Hall.
1: Arntz, right? John Arntz.
0: Uh Uh, Well, we've had ranked choice in San Francisco, ranked choice elections in San Francisco since November 2004.
1: What did he say about the benefits of ranked choice voting?
0: Well, it's funny. I said, what are the benefits of ranked choice voting? He looked at me blankly. I think it depends on who you talk
1: to. I'm talking to you. (laughs) Oh, you are talking to me? (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) You know, he's not promoting it. He's not saying it's good. He's not saying it's bad. My guess is he doesn't like it much. The San Francisco voters adopted a charter amendment. And uh, we've been going since. So that's the reason why we do it. Uh, you had to. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah.
1: But, but,
0: kinda, I mean, no yeah, bueno. I about, no
1: bueno. Muy mal. <laughs> yes. Muy mal. Who else votes this way? Is San Francisco the only city that votes this way?
0: No. So San Francisco, Oakland, Berkeley, and San Leandro. All the candidates were at a forum uh, a couple weeks ago, and they were asked, well, if you don't win, who's your second choice? Ah. And London Breed said... My number two choice was London Breed. And my number three choice. That does not help that candidate. Because you'd only get to the second choice if they're at the bottom and they get eliminated. And right. if they're eliminated, then your they're not going to get... A, yeah, the, the second and third votes don't get counted.
1: Right. But she's expecting that she is she's going to get like the number one votes and number two votes. And that's the reason why? Maybe that's her strategy? No,
0: I think she just doesn't want anybody to vote for any of her opponents. <laughs>
1: Um, Some of you have already made it clear who you would like for people to vote for number two.
0: The best source of information about ranked choice voting is the Department of Elections in your county. The worst source of information is the candidates.
1: Do you think it works? Like, do you personally think it works? Uh, I can't say. Why? Because I'm a
0: journalist.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, you've seen it work in the process. Like, um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm saying you've think, seen I, it rolled out in the process, right? And yeah. so.
0: I, I think that there are, you know, like this is a, a weenie way of answering, but, it, it, you know, there there are pros and cons. It, mm-hmm. it does eliminate that second runoff election, which is both expensive and has a low turnout. But what you lose is you lose that one on one runoff. And I think if you've got a big field of candidates and you never get to see the two top finishers, it's much harder to really compare You know, two, three candidates. If you don't see them up against each other,
1: any tips for me as I start going on this ballot? Don't uh, vote one,
0: two, three for the same candidates. That's my tip.
1: That's a good tip. There are eight candidates. I got a lot of research to do.
0: Another mistake it's called overvoting, where you like people put all three of their choices on one column.
1: Oh, that would just eliminate your vote. Yeah, that's
0: where they throw out the ballot. Yeah, so don't do that. Thank you, Scott. You're welcome.
1: This is fun. That was Ranked Choice Voting, June fifth, your deadline. I'm Erica Aguilar. You've been listening to The Bay.
0: Democracies yes. should be fun.
1: Democracy. Democracy. Well, that's what <laughs> the, uh, it sounds like one of the reasons why ranked choice ranked choice God, it's so hard to say that. I
0: can't even say it. Just say RCV.
1: RCV. Ooh, I like acronyms. It makes me feel smarter, like I'm in the know. <laughs> anyway. KQED's got a lot of great podcasts for you, and one that's pretty useful is Queued Up, hosted by Ryan Levy. He rewinds the week of news for you by highlighting the best KQED stories you might have missed. Like this one, on how to talk to your kids about pot, now that it's legal.
0: Do you think any of these PSAs actually stopped anyone from using marijuana?
1: Add Queued Up to your podcast feed that's Queued Up, Q-U-E-D, up.